price hikes are rare for AWS, but recently, on a Friday, my birthday, the cloud provider announced that it's going to begin charging for public IPv4 addresses, by which they mean IP addresses that aren't in RFC 1918 space. And you know what? I'm absolutely here for it. Now, it may sound more than a little odd that I'm cheering for customers being charged more money for something that they've previously been getting for free. After all, historically, only unattached elastic IPs would cost you anything, and even then, they would stop costing you anything once they were attached to an instance or load balancer, assuming just one of them was attached. But you probably haven't seen some of the things that I've seen. IP addresses of the V4 variety are a scarce resource. When the layout was designed, people quite reasonably thought that just under 4.3 billion IP addresses would be sufficient for this odd-sounding internet experiment, and then the entire world got online. In those early days, huge swaths of IP space were just given to companies who asked for it. Ford Motor Company, to this day, has an entire slash eight allocated to them. That's about 16.7 million addresses. The IPv6 planners, opting not to be caught by this issue a second time, designed the protocol so that there are roughly 340 trillion, trillion, trillion addresses. Today, there are no more never-allocated IPv4 addresses left to allocate. Instead, companies have to buy them on the secondary market. Due to the way subnetting works, you can't simply reclaim unused individual IPs. They need to be allocated as contiguous ranges. AWS alone has something like 80 million IP addresses. The secondary market for those IP addresses means that they're worth billions of dollars. Azure and Google Cloud have been charging for IP addresses for a while, and this is, likewise, a good thing. You might have noticed that all the major cloud providers have been urging large companies to stuff their existing applications and attendant architectures into the cloud willy-nilly. Uh, nicknames are for friends, and willy-nilly is no friend of mine. A natural side effect of this is that companies have, in some cases, provisioned tens or hundreds of thousands of public IP addresses for their cloud estates. This poses a problem for AWS and, by extension, the rest of us. The IP address pools are run by a collection of registries, all of whom require a document called an IP plan that lays out the intended use case for organizations' allocations, as well as some other data. Companies are required to make good use of their allocations, lest they lose them. What this means is that if AWS gains enough big enterprises that are making unfortunate use of their IP addresses, the cloud provider could lose its access to additional IPs on the secondary market. In other words, suddenly AWS might not be able to have some services connect directly to the IPv4 internet, and that would be bad for everyone. I want to be careful to point out that each IP address per month costs about $3.50, so this is hardly going to be burdensome if, unless you're doing something psychotic with thousands of IP addresses, which is far from the common case. That said, AWS has offered Bring Your Own IP for years at no charge and would be most pleased to help you get it set up. That way, you can explain to the IP registries why your IP address usage resembles something out of the 1980s without affecting the rest of us who are trying to be responsible citizens of the internet. Now look, I am thrilled to accost AWS when it raises prices in a transparent ploy to improve or protect their margins, should I ever see them doing that. It would break the implicit contract it's made with us as customers and would represent a sea change in its relationship with us as a result. However, this is absolutely not an example of that misbehavior. Rather, it's a reasonable way of ensuring the rest of us aren't made to suffer for the poor planning of a small subset of customers and incentivizing good IP addressing behavior for the rest of us. 
It's also a financially small change that's well within AWS's quite liberal customer agreement language. We may increase or add new fees and charges for any existing services you are using by giving you at least 30 days prior notice. Notably, AWS is even exceeding the notice time by a fair margin, which is a point in its favor. This price increase brings AWS in line with Google Cloud and Azure's pricing policies on IPv4 addresses. Frankly, this price hike is a good thing once we navigate the rocky transition period to relearn how networking economically works in AWS. So good work, AWS, and my condolences to all the GitHub scripts, cost management vendors, and reams of documentation, both public and private, that just got rendered useless by this change. 